1: Herzlich willkommen zurück zu Coffee Break German. Welcome back to Coffee Break German. We are delighted to be back again with this next round of 10 lessons in our course. In the next 10 lessons, we're going to focus on situations you're going to find yourself in when you're in German-speaking countries. So we'll be looking at a variety of situations, including cafes, restaurants, uh, buying things and so on. In each of these lessons, we're going to be presenting lots and lots of vocabulary. So the lesson will take the format of introduction of vocabulary, and then you'll hear that vocabulary in a conversation which will build on the language that we've already talked about. Okay, it's time to begin. Lass uns anfangen! Los geht's! So to begin with today, we're going to learn the words for lots of drinks that you might order in a cafe. We are presenting Coffee Break German, so we're going to start with coffee. Thomas, how do you say coffee in German? Der Kaffee. Der Kaffee. So der is obviously the word for the. And it's probably a good idea that we learn these words, this vocabulary, with der, die, or das, the three words for the. So, der Kaffee. Der Kaffee. And that is the coffee. It's a masculine word. Der Kaffee. But if you want to order a coffee, you would say ein Kaffee, like a coffee. Ein Kaffee. Yeah, the indefinite article. So the indefinite article for a masculine word is? Ein. Okay, if I wanted a coffee with cream, for example, how would I say a coffee with cream? You would say ein Kaffee mit Sahne. Ein Kaffee mit Sahne. Mit Sahne. Okay, and what about with milk? Ein Kaffee mit Milch. Ein Kaffee mit Milch. Mit Milch. You can also say ein Milchkaffee. Okay, and what's the difference between ein Milchkaffee and ein Kaffee mit Milch? If you order ein Kaffee mit Milch, you would get the milk separately. If you order a Milchkaffee, it's already mixed together. Okay, and is that like a frothy milk? Yeah, like a creamy one, maybe some chocolate on it. Okay, so maybe even a cappuccino. Yeah, but then you would order a cappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many complicated things with coffee. If you really want a basic coffee, how about an espresso? How would you say an espresso? Ein espresso. Okay, ein espresso. <laughs> so let's let's leave coffee for the time being. We'll move on to tea. How do you say tea in German? Der Tee. Der Tee. So, another masculine word then. Yeah. So, if I wanted to say a tea, would I say ein Tee? Richtig. Ein Tee. Let me see, could I say ein Tee mit Milch? Ein Tee mit Milch. Or ein Tee mit Zitrone. Mit Zitrone. I'm going to guess lemon. Yeah, very oh. good. So, a citron tea. Ein Tee mit, mit Zitrone. Mit Zitrone. Or ein Zitronentee. Ein Zitronentee. Which is again slightly different. Okay, so what's the difference between ein Tee mit Zitrone and ein Zitronentee? I would have ein Tee mit Zitrone is a tea, whatever sort, with a shot of lemon. Or ein Zitronentee is just water with lemon. Okay, the whole tea thing is getting a little complicated for me. What about a uh, a hot chocolate? Uh, Die heiße Schokolade. Die heiße Schokolade. Yeah, or eine heiße Schokolade. Okay, so this time we're looking at a D word, which is a feminine word, and then it becomes eine. Eine. So, die heiße Schokolade, the hot chocolate, but eine heiße Schokolade, a hot chocolate. Correct. To keep it simple, for masculine, it's der, ein, der Kaffee, ein Kaffee. So, the coffee, der Kaffee, a coffee, ein Kaffee. And for feminine words, we have die heiße Schokolade and eine heiße Schokolade. Richtig. Die heiße Schokolade. The hot chocolate. Eine heiße Schokolade. A hot chocolate. So, getting back to the hot chocolate, could I say eine heiße Schokolade mit Sahne? Yeah, that works. Okay, what other kind of drinks might we think about here? Mm, Lemonade. Die Limonade. And what about juice? Juice would be der Saft. Der Saft. Der Saft. So it would be ein Saft. And how would you say, for example, an orange juice? Ein Orangensaft. Ein Orangensaft. Ein Orangensaft. That sounds quite French. Orange. <laughs> ein, Orangensaft. ein Orangensaft. Ein Orangensaft. Or ein Apfelsaft. Uh, apple juice. Apple juice, okay. Ein Apfelsaft. Ein Apfelsaft. An Apfelsaft. Okay, and what if I just want water? Das Wasser. Uh, So that's a das word. So how would I say a water? Ein Wasser. Okay, so is that the same as masculine? Yes. So das Wasser, the water. Das Wasser becomes ein Wasser, a water. A water. So it's der ein, die eine. And das ein, correct? Okay, I think I'm getting this. So ein Wasser, um how do you say a, a still water or a sparkling water? Let's start with sparkling water and say ein Wasser mit Kohlensäure. Wow, well, okay, what's that word? Kohlensäure. 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 And what does that mean? Well, actually, it means carbonic acid if you translate it literally. Okay, it's quite a complicated phrase just to say bubbly water. (laughs) So a, a, a sparkling water, ein Wasser mit Kohlensäure. Ein Wasser mit Kohlensäure. And if I want a still water, how do I say without? Ohne. Ohne. Ohne Kohlensäure. Ein Wasser ohne Kohlensäure. Or you can also say ein stilles Wasser. Still water. Okay, ein stilles Wasser. That's perhaps a little more simple. Okay, we've done... Coffee, tea, water, juice, lemonade, and hot chocolate. Perhaps now it's time to think about other drinks like beer. How do you say beer? Beer is a very important part of German culture. So the beer is das Bier, das beer. Okay, nice and easy. Das beer. How would I say? Well, I know how I say ein beer. Then yes, because it's a neuter word. Das becomes ein. So a beer is ein beer. Yep, yeah, ein beer. And what about? Wine, der Wein. So again, lots of interesting German wines, der Wein, der Wein. Okay, and perhaps white wine, der Weißwein, or ein Weißwein. Okay, Weißwein, and uh, red wine, Rotwein, der Rotwein, der Rotwein. And what about rosé wine? We can say rosé wine or just rosé. Okay, Rosé Wein or Rosé. Okay, I suppose it would be normal to ask for a glass of wine rather than just a wine. So how do you say a glass of white wine? And would say ein Glas Weißwein. Ein Glas Weißwein. Is there no word for of in there? A glass of white wine? You can, no, you can just leave it out in German. So it's the equivalent of saying in English a glass white wine. Ein Glas Weißwein. Ein Glas Weißwein. Ein Glas Wasser. Ein Glas Bier. Ein Glas Bier. Ein Glas uh, Limonade. Ja. Okay, so we can add any drink that you would get in a glass. Okay, so what would a bottle of wine be, for example? A bottle is die Flasche, so it's eine Flasche Weißwein. So again, no word for of. Eine Flasche Weißwein or eine Flasche Rotwein. Ja. Eine Flasche Wasser. Eine Flasche Limonade, eine Flasche Bier. Okay, and I suppose the one that's missing then would be a cup, a cup of uh, Zitronentee. Die Tasse. Eine Tasse Zitronentee. Die Tasse. Eine Tasse Zitronentee. Eine Tasse Zitronentee, eine Tasse Kaffee. Okay, so just going back through those three drinking vessels. Ein Glas. Ein Glas. Eine Flasche. Eine Flasche. Eine tasse. Eine tasse. So, all that's very useful, but how would we actually ask for a glass of water, for example? I would like a glass of water. The word would be ich möchte. Ich möchte. That's quite a tricky vowel sound to make there. Let's hear it again, if you can make the vowel sound long so that we can hear it. Möchte. Möchte. Ich möchte. Ich möchte... Ein Glas Limonade. Ich möchte ein Glas Limonade. And can we add in bitte at the end for please? Of course, if okay. you want to be polite. Ich möchte ein Glas Limonade bitte. And if I were ordering for someone else, uh, who perhaps doesn't speak German, uh, how would I say for my wife a glass of wine? Mm-hmm. And the word for for is für. Für, another difficult vowel there. Try again with with a long vowel. Für. Für. Für meinen Vater, für meine Frau. Okay, let's just stop there because you said für meinen Vater. You're right. We came across this before when he shortly introduced the accusative by über den Platz. Okay, so it's that time when the the, the article changes slightly depending on the context. So für meinen Vater, for my father. But when we say for my wife or for my mother, that's just meine again. Yeah, it's still the same. It's still accusative, but by coincidence, it's the same word, the same form as the nominative. Okay, so meine Schwester für meine Schwester. uh, So I could say für meine Schwester eine heiße Schokolade und für meinen Bruder uh, ein Tee mit Zitrone. I'm getting this. Excellent. Okay, let's practice this a little. I give you a few phrases and you try to translate them. Okay, but just before we do that, let's take a quick break.
2: Wir unterbrechen diese Sendung für eine sehr wichtige Meldung. If you'd like to make faster progress with your German, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Also, worauf wartest du? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your German to the next level, go to coffeebreakgermanplus.com.
1: Okay, Thomas, before the break, you said that you were going to give us some phrases to translate using the, the words that we've learned in this episode. So what's the first phrase for us to translate into German? For my father, a cup of coffee. So as usual, we'll give the listeners a little time to think this through. See the phrase again. For my father, a cup of coffee. So would that be... For my father, a tasse Kaffee. Very good. richtig, Yeah. Ja. Okay. Try another one. For my daughter, a glass of still water. Okay. So again, we'll give you some time. A glass of still water for my daughter. And just to double check, we could say a glass of still water for my daughter, or for my daughter, a glass of still water. Yeah, both works. So für meine Tochter, ein Glas stilles Wasser. Ein Glas stilles Wasser, or ein Glas Wasser ohne Kohlensäure. Ohne Kohlensäure. Okay, für meine Tochter, ein Glas Wasser ohne Kohlensäure, or ein Glas Wasser ohne Kohlensäure für meine Tochter. Yeah. Okay, one more. Um, I would like a bottle of beer. Okay, so again, some time to think about this. So, would that be, ich möchte ein, eine Flasche Bier? Ich möchte eine Flasche Bier. Because eine Flasche is feminine. Yeah, ja. or for me, a bottle of beer. Für mich, eine Flasche Bier. Ah, okay, für mich, eine Flasche Bier. Für mich eine Flasche Bier. Sehr gut, danke. Mark, can you remember what die Rechnung means? That's the bill. Yes, very good. Well, there's another phrase we can use for, if we want to pay. Yeah. It's the verb zahlen. Zahlen. Doesn't zahlen mean the numbers? Yeah, if you you put it as a verb, it also means to pay. To pay, okay. So how would you use that in a phrase? You can say zahlen bitte. Zahlen bitte. Okay, so just to pay please. And our listeners are going to hear that word in the next conversation. They're going to hear the phrase, können wir gleich zahlen? Which means? Can we pay straight away? Okay, well let's get straight away onto this conversation. I'm going to be the waiter. And I will be the person ordering some drinks for the whole family. Okay. Guten Tag, was möchten Sie? Für mich ein Milchkaffee bitte, für meine Frau ein Zitronentee, für meinen Sohn eine heiße Schokolade und für meine Tochter ein Apfelsaft. Also ein Milchkaffee, ein Zitronentee, ein Apfelsaft und eine heiße Schokolade mit oder ohne Sahne. Ohne Sahne bitte. Kommt sofort. Also... Der Milchkaffee ist für... Für mich. Der Zitronentee ist für meine Frau. Die heiße Schokolade ohne Sahne für das Fräulein. Und der Apfelsaft für den jungen Mann. Nein, die heiße Schokolade ist für meinen Sohn. Und der Apfelsaft ist für meine Tochter. Ah, tut mir leid. Alles in Ordnung? Ja, danke schön. Können wir gleich zahlen, bitte? Ja, natürlich. Das macht 960, bitte. Elf, stimmt so. Danke. Now, there are a couple of phrases in this conversation which we really ought to pick up on. One of these is when the waiter said, kommt sofort. Kommt sofort. And this means really straight away. It's what the waiter would say when he is going off to get the drinks and then bring them back. I'll be back immediately or straight away. The drinks order... Came to nine euros sixty, I presume. Nine sixty. Okay, nine sixty. Nine sixty. We'll come back to numbers later. Don't worry about that just now. We've done one to ten, but we'll learn the bigger numbers in a future lesson. Now, when the waiter said nine sixty, I said elf stimmt so. We've heard the word stimmt or das stimmt, and that means that's right or correct. So in this situation, we can use stimmt for, is it all right, so, like that. So if I give elf, which is 11, and I say stimmt so, is that like saying it's fine like that? Stimmt, that's all right. Okay. Any other phrases in there? Uh, We heard alles in Ordnung. Alles in Ordnung. Which means, is everything all right? Okay, let's hear it again. Alles in Ordnung. Alison Ordnung. Good. So a really nice conversation there, which included some of the drinks that we had heard, but put them into context and it gives us a better idea of how these words would be used in a real conversation. Now, I have to be honest and say here that we have been pausing the recording just as I practice these phrases so that I can make sure that the, the phrases are as good as they sound and that the conversation sounds as authentic as possible. Um, Of course, that, that luxury isn't there in real life, but nonetheless it helps when we're recording this. We're probably going to do that again because we're now just about to record the conversation at a faster, perhaps nearer everyday speech speed. So hopefully this is helpful to you too. Also, los geht's. Guten Tag, was möchten Sie? Für mich ein Milchkaffee bitte. Für meine Frau ein Zitronentee. Für meinen Sohn eine heiße Schokolade und für meine Tochter ein Apfelsaft. Also ein Milchkaffee, ein Zitronentee, ein Apfelsaft und eine heiße Schokolade mit oder ohne Sahne? Ohne Sahne, bitte. Kommt sofort. Also der Milchkaffee ist für? Für mich. Der Zitronentee ist für meine Frau. Die heiße Schokolade ohne Sahne für das Fräulein und der Apfelsaft für den jungen Mann. Nein, die heiße Schokolade ist für meinen Sohn und der Apfelsaft ist für meine Tochter. Ah, tut mir leid. Alles in Ordnung? Ja, dankeschön. Können wir gleich zahlen, bitte? Ja, natürlich. Das macht 69, bitte. Äh, 11, stimmt so. Danke. And I can breathe again. OK, we're going to continue now with Kirsten, our grammar guru, who is going to be telling us a little bit about verbs. In fact, this is a continuation of a previous lesson in which we looked at verbs. She's going to talk today about the plural forms of verbs. So over to you, Kirsten.
3: Hello, listeners. It's your grammar guru here again. And today I'm going to be fulfilling the promise I made to you a couple of lessons ago. I'm going to be teaching you the plural verb endings so that you will then be able to talk to or about more than one person. So let's start with those plural endings using the same verb as we did the last time, common. You'll remember that the verb as it appears in this form is called the infinitive and that the first step to conjugation is to take off that en ending which leaves us with the stem. Now we add our endings. The first person plural is the via form, that's the word for we, and the ending is en, so for we come we have via common. Then we have the second person plurals. Just like with the singular do and z, there are also two different forms in the plural, again an informal one and a formal one. The formal one is just the same as the singular form, it's the z form so you'd use z-common when you're talking to one or more people that you don't know. The informal one is ihr, the plural form of do if you like, and that's for when you're talking to more than one person that you know well. The ending for this form is t, so the verb form is ihr kommt. Finally, the third person plural, the German for they, is also z, and the ending is also en. So they come would be Z common. Now, that does sound exactly the same as the formal second person forms. But remember, the formal Z is written with a capital S and Z is in they is written with a small s. So there we have the plural verb endings. And they were via common, e a compt, that's more than one person that you do know, Z common, more than one person that you don't know, and sie kommen again, this time meaning they come. Let's now conjugate the whole of the verb kommen with the singular and plural forms. Ich komme, du kommst, sie kommen, er, sie and es kommt, and the plural, wir kommen, ihr kommt, sie kommen. And again, sie kommen. So there you have it. You can now conjugate a whole verb in German. Many verbs follow the same pattern as common in the present tense. For example, zahlen, meaning to pay. So we can take off the en of the infinitive and add those same endings giving ich zahle, du zahlst, sie zahlen, er, sie and es zahlt, Wir zahlen, ihr zahlt, sie zahlen, and sie zahlen. Well, this has been another marathon grammar lesson today, but don't worry if it all seems a little bit much. You'll be hearing these forms a lot over the course of the programme, and you'll get used to them soon enough. So, back to Mark and Thomas.
1: Vielen Dank, Kirsten. Now we're going to be sticking with the coffee and tea theme as we hand you over to Julia, our cultural correspondent, just before we finish this lesson.
2: Hallo Mark! Servus Thomas! Und guten Tag an alle unsere Coffee Break German Zuhörer! Ich bin's, Julia, eure Kulturreporterin. Und heute werde ich über Kaffee und Tee sprechen. Did you get that? I'm going to be speaking about coffee and tea. See, you're beginning to understand German perfectly. In general, Germany is a coffee-drinking nation. It starts in the morning at home, continues with a coffee to go on the commute to work. Oh, by the way, we actually say coffee to go rather than ein Kaffee zum mitnehmen. And then it continues with a coffee mid-morning and by the time it gets to mid-afternoon, you're already thinking about Kaffee trinken. That special time of the afternoon when you sit down with a cup of coffee and a cake. Kaffee und Kuchen. In fact, Kaffee trinken is almost seen as the fourth meal of the day. In addition to breakfast, Frühstück, lunch, Mittag and dinner, Abendbrot. The fact is that at this fourth meal of the day, you don't even need to have a coffee as such. But the coffee culture is so ingrained in our society that it makes sense for this meal or snack to be named after it. But it's not all about coffee. Because in German-speaking parts of the world, tea is almost just as important. Be careful, when I say tea, I don't necessarily mean um, a cup of English tea with milk. This would be schwarzer Tee, black tea. Everything that comes in what looks like a tea bag, we call tea, even if it doesn't contain tea leaves. For example, um, you will find a vast choice of herbal and fruit teas. Everything from apple, raspberry, peppermint to fennel, caramel, vanilla or nettle tea. So in a cafe, if you say, Ich möchte einen Tee, The waiter will offer you the full range of teas and you can choose whichever flavor you fancy. So now you know a little more about what to ask for in a café in a German-speaking country. I've just noticed it's coming up to half past three, so I'm off to kaffee trinken with my friends. Bis später!
1: Danke, Julia. And we hope you enjoy your café with your friends. (laughs) So again, a slightly longer lesson today, but we hope that you have found it useful and that you'll be able to use your drinks vocabulary for ordering drinks in a cafe in a German-speaking country. Now, there are two things I'd like to tell you about just before we finish this lesson. First of all, to all our listeners who have posted reviews on iTunes, thank you so much. We are so pleased to get these reviews and it really helps promote Coffee Break German. So if you've not yet posted a review then please go to iTunes and post a review. Let us know what you think about the show and hopefully other users will find it useful too. The other thing I'd like to tell you about is also linked to iTunes in a way because we are delighted to let you know that the iBooks for lessons 1 to 10 of Coffee Break German are now available in the iBookstore. You can head over to the iBookstore store and purchase Study Pack 1 and Study Pack 2. Study Pack 1 is for lessons 1 to 5 And Study Pack 2 is for Lessons 6 to 10. Now, these iPad Study Packs have been specially created for iBooks on the iPad. You can get iBooks in the App Store, download it for free, and then you can purchase our iPad Study Pack versions of Coffee Break German if you're interested. They feature all the bonus materials, the video flashcards, the extra audio, and all the notes of the lessons, plus some exercises to help you test your knowledge. Either search in the iBook store on your iPad for Coffee Break German or in iTunes on your computer and look for Coffee Break German and you'll be able to purchase the Coffee Break German iPad study packs. We think it's the best way to access Coffee Break German on your iPad. Finally, just an appeal to all our Coffee Break German listeners to join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. There you can share your experiences of tea and coffee drinking in German-speaking countries and let us know if you've got any tips, nice places to have a coffee or a drink in a German-speaking part of the world. That's all for today. Das reicht für heute. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Coffee Break German. Thank Danke fürs Zuhören und bis zum nächsten Mal. Tschüss!